In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello, and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And this series is in cooperation with Cinda Virtual, which brings you thought leaders and business stories from all over the world. You can learn more about Cinda under www.cinda.org. Now, we don't only bring you thought leaders from all over the world, but we also have listeners from all over the world. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be listening from today. And if you're new to the series, let me tell you what the series is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about the impact globalization, digital transition, and the connected world is having on our organizations and what the impact is doing to the kind of leadership we need to drive long-term success in today's economy. In this series, we've talked about everything from issues such as artificial intelligence, digital transitions, and data protection regulations, to leadership issues such as gender balance and business values and ethics that may impact your organization or your individual sphere. So please listen to us live every day, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And if you miss us live, you can find us all over the web. So now on to what we're going to talk about today. In the face of changing customer demands and hybrid buying behaviors, the SMBs that are pivoting quickly to the new technology and demonstrating higher adaptability and resilience compared to those that are not are maintaining and growing their customer base. Now, you could say that the SMBs that are taking on digital lives to survive mantra to heart are ahead of their colleagues and competitors. But what are the SMB digital leaders doing differently than the SMB digital followers? How has the entire SMB landscape changed? And what have they realized and what has happened since 2000? And most importantly, who is the SMB owner today and what do they need to succeed? Today, we explore these questions and more. Our guest today is Peter Urmson, and he is the CEO of Spotser Digital. Since 2006, Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. They have established themselves as leaders of the industry and are proudly innovating in more and more sectors of it. Since his appointment, Peter has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white-label end-to-end solution that includes technology, products, and services. With a strong background in managing mid-tier and enterprises, business Pete has developed a sponsored digital business to address the digital solutions and needs of the enterprises of small and medium businesses. So, Pete, welcome to the show. Hi, Kimberly. Good to be here. Yeah. So, Pete, you know, I, I just want to say I was reading I was reading something the other day, and Accenture surveyed about um, 5,800 professionals and found that nearly one out of these 10 individuals surveyed have started their own business in the last three years in the SMB space. And they are significantly different than their predecessors. So what has changed? I think that um, tech, the ease of and use of technology uh, in, in business is obviously paramount now. Um, to set up a business with a good idea is one thing, but then running your business is another. Um, but the tools are there now and a lot more easily available and readily accessible. Um, and I think that uh, as the demographic is younger, uh, the you know today's young entrepreneurs are much more used to using these technology tools um, in every day uh, to run their business. It, it's it's what they think as. You know, it's it's a critical element to have. Just as having an account accountant is, uh, you know, if you need a legal representative, that's critical. Um, but also understanding software and the different systems that you have to enable your business to run is also seen as absolutely business critical, which may not have always been the case in previous years, but it's absolutely considered to be the case now. So I think the shift 
in the use and understanding and ease of use of technology has enabled small young entrepreneurs to get their businesses up and running faster. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we have all these young entrepreneurs who are really getting up and, and running faster. And I'm going to come back to to them in a little bit in a little while. But um, you know, they're digital savvy. Okay, they're more digital savvy. But what about the older ones? I mean, we still have a lot of mom and pops that have been around for ages. How are they measuring up to the to the new SMBs? I mean, especially if you have a competitor, you have a young person starting a and maybe somebody who's been the flower shop for ages. How do they measure up? Well, I think that they typically would go to someone to get it done for them. Um, they don't know what they don't know, so they're going to be reliant on getting expertise and advice for people to advise them and help them with that. E- equally, also, young entrepreneurs will also do that. You know, they may know what tools that they want. They may know and, and they may have done a bit of research on different solutions, but they might be time poor and not necessarily have the time, you know, to put all of that together. So then they will go to businesses, you know, sort of managed service providers to help them pull all of that together. Just as, uh, you know, people who are older than uh, young entrepreneurs, um, they will also go to people, but they would, in that instance, they'll be asking those people for advice on what solutions to use whereas young entrepreneurs are probably going in with a little bit more of an idea of the different types of solutions that they want to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there is a time problem there because, I mean, you know, if you're owning a small and medium business, your focus is on the small and medium business, not on, you know, trying to get digital presence. So regardless if you're an older or newer SMB, um, what are the key building blocks that small and medium businesses need today to be successful online? Yeah, well, I think you've just got to, firstly, if they're trying to be easily found uh, by their existing customers or they're just starting from complete scratch and they're trying to find new customers, um, either way, they're trying to be found. Uh, They need to make sure that they've got a great online presence, so a good digital footprint. And you can do that through business listings, linking onto reviews, uh, social media, websites, paid search, um, you know, and, and, and having an SEO component uh, to help to keep to grow the SEO value um, of their assets. Um, but having a solution that pulls all of those elements together uh, is ultimately what a small business needs. And they would typically want to get that done by a trusted advisor with the best types of solutions that are in the market that are trustworthy and they know that work. So that's it from a marketing perspective, like, you know, kind of uh, uh, the key pillars, you know, so uh, listings and reviews, websites, social media, um, paid search. Um, and then you're moving into the tooling, you know, so make, if you uh, have, have a business where you want to sell a product online, obviously you need to have a great e-commerce solution um, and there's, there's a, a vast amount that's out there. Uh, and it's looking at what's what's works best for you, um, what kind of volume are you expecting, how many types of products do you want, you know, are you going to be uploading the the assets yourself, or will you be getting somebody to do it for you? Um, so you know, having a good e-com solution uh, if you're going to sell online. If you're not going to sell online and and you're a go-to business, so you want to be found online, but you want people to uh, be able to go to you and find you easily. Uh, making sure that your information is up to date, that your hours of opening are up to date, um, and that if people want to, you know, if you're in hospitality, if people want to book a table or book a hotel, that you've got the right booking tools. So there's pretty much a tool for every type of an application for every type of use case. Um, so it's looking at getting the right tooling in place. And then on the back end, you can take that one step further by uh, hooking into a CRM system or a CRM and marketing system um, that enables you to capture the data, capture the leads, and then to, you know, do some retargeting and some uh, marketing to those customers who've contacted you when they found you online. So there's, 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 a, there's a stack from a marketing perspective, but there's also a stack from a tools perspective. And that tools perspective and those different assets they're also growing in, in need, you know, and it's important as well, you know, for businesses now to have some sort of cybersecurity element 
Um, cybersecurity is really uh, topical today. Um, it's important to make sure that your business is secure in that regard. Mm-hmm. And, and Pete, before we get into cybersecurity and the tools stack, I just want to I want to stay on the marketing stack as, on the basics. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's been, you know, I've, I, uh, there's been a lot of studies that show that, um, you know, after the pandemic, a lot of SMBs went online. They they got their digital presence a little bit, you know, polished. Um, you know, they got websites. But the statistics, even though they vary by country, still show that only about 64% of SMBs have a website. I mean, what what's behind that? Yeah, I think even if you even dig further into that 64%, looking at, uh, and as archaic as this may sound, a lot of that 64% will not have websites that have been updated in the last three, four years. Um, And a lot will also have websites that are not mobile responsive, which Mm. is fairly staggering. Um, you know, so it's okay having a website, but you need to make sure that it's mobile responsive, that uh, it's got good speed, low times, um, and, and it's optimised with the best SEO solution. Um, and a lot of websites are not in that category. So in industry, there's a big opportunity there for us. Um, you know, so yes, there's 65, 64% have got a website, but of that 64%, it's probably only a third they've got a website that's a new updated website that's mobile optimised and really highly SEO optimised. Um, so there's there's a lot of work still to be done. And I know that from our business, a lot of the orders that we get for websites, the customer have already got a website, but the website that they've got it falls into the category of it's not mobile optimised, which I still find staggering, um, mm-hmm. and or it's not SEO optimised and it hasn't been touched or there's been no content uh, updated for a number of years. Then you've got the remainder. So the other 36% um, don't have a website. And that might be they've just not got round to it. Um, they don't know where to go to get a website built. Um, it's not the biggest thing on their mind. Their biggest thing on their mind is trying to get the basics and the fundamentals of their business up and running. Um, they may feel as though they might just want a Facebook page or they may just want some business listings, uh, and that is enough for them. Um, you know, what we tend to think is you do need those, you do need the listings and reviews elements, and you do need a social, you do need Facebook. Um, but also for credibility, um, you typically will also need a website. People expect that a business that's a credible business will have a website, you know, they want to go there, they want to see uh, a little bit more about your business and it's that credibility factor. Um, but I think there's a, thing, a number of things at play there, but typically it's that people have just not got round to it or they don't know where to go uh, to get a website done for them or they don't know how to do a website so they're not tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, that's, I think that's really playing into it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the numbers are quite staggering, and um, because you know, I thought after the pandemic, everybody would want to be there, but uh, you know, I, I want to. We're going to take a short break, Pete, and um, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about um, first, first about that marketing solution and, and what you said, and you know, the website combined with social, and then after that, go into a little bit more of the tools and. Um, and then the SEO. So for our listeners, our guest today is Peter Umson, and he is the CEO of Spotser Digital. Since 2006, Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises in the world. Since his appointment, Peter has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partner with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white-labeled end-to-end solution that includes technology products and services now if you'd like to learn more about Spotser you can learn about Spotser on Facebook on Spotser digital and on LinkedIn under Spotser dash digital um, they are on Twitter under Spotser digital and the website is www.spotserdigital.com and if you'd like to reach out to Pete you can reach out to Pete under Peter Ermson on Twitter at Peter Urmson and also on LinkedIn under Peter Urmson. And this broadcast is also brought to you by 
Cinda. Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold training, conferences, market research, legislative white papers focused on digital. They also have training series on Thursdays at 1700 and they have conferences. And the next conference is October 22nd to 25th in Porto, Portugal. And at that conference, you can meet the Spotser Digital team and get to know them and see their products. And with that, we are going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Small businesses are in trouble, and it didn't just start with COVID-19. From the recession several years ago to the revolution of e-commerce giants more recently, small businesses are getting hit hard and need to come back. Tune in to Business Buzz and Business Watch. It's two shows in one, hosted by Frank Hellring. We'll help your small business bounce back with best practices, guest experts, and resources that you can use to strengthen your small business. Listen Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host. And today we're talking about the needs in the state of SMBs um, around the world. And we're speaking with Peter Urmson, and he's the CEO of Spotser Digital. And Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions for the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. And since his appointment, Peter has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white-labeled end-to-end solution that includes technology, products, and services. And he has collaborated with multiple international enterprises and medium-sized organizations to launch digital marketing services across Europe, the U.S., and Australia. So, Pete, before the before the break, we kind of we were talking about uh, that those sixty-four percent of SMBs who, who have websites, but maybe they have them. They're not mobilely mobile. Um, they they haven't you know they they're not uh, on mobile or they don't have SEO. Um, and 36 who just don't have them yet. But I want to I want to come back to the, to the 64 who maybe have them, and I want to I want to take a, a backup look on on not just websites because websites, as you said, that digital presence. You know, you have to have one. But what about social media? Um, well, can you discuss on the the role of social media for 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 broadening the digital presence for SMBs? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, um, you know, I, I think traditionally in years gone by, the view in the industry has been that social media is more of a vehicle and medium that's useful for mid-tier, but like the upper end of mid-tier. 
um, and its uh, uh, and enterprise businesses who have large consumer campaigns. Mm-hmm. What is becoming what is becoming now more evident, and, and it's also drawn through the sophistication and the development of the industry in being able to offer better tooling, uh, better reporting um, to prove ROI uh, to small to medium businesses is now making it a viable option to SMBs to also use social media um, and the different applications of use for that. So that could be an ad campaign uh, that's across the different social networks that can be used in conjunction with um, uh, traditional paid search campaigns um, on uh, Google and Bing. So it's now easy to have uh, a campaign run across Google, Bing, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter, um, or LinkedIn, sorry, um, and, um, and, and to have that campaign running for SMBs um, with different assets, whereas previously that and, – and to have good reporting, whereas previously that really hasn't existed. Uh, but, it's, but it's evolved over the last couple of years at a rapid rate that makes it light touch, which means it's affordable because uh, you don't need campaign managers – uh, scrutinising all of the uh, the results. A lot of that is now done through automation in different um, search platforms. Um, so I think that that has enabled the industry to go in with more um, interesting price points that make it more accessible to SMBs to run campaigns on social. Um, so we, we've certainly seen that. And then the next thing that grows from that is about providing a managed service from a professional perspective where you provide posts, where you actually can put campaign posts on Facebook, uh, Instagram, you know, whatever the platform of choice is. So there's actually posts going up that are professionally wrote with professional images um, and and coupled with that can be ad campaigns. And I, I would say that the social products are the fastest growing products, certainly in our repertoire of uh, products. Um, You know, we have a high volume of of all the different digital marketing products that we provide, but the one that's got the biggest growth um, is absolutely through social. And it is also absolutely through social posts. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the posts also that can be generated and ingested into review platforms and business listing platforms as well. Um, so th- all, all of that ties together. But we are seeing that that is something that pe- salespeople understand and that it's easy for them to talk to the customer about and the customer understands as well because it's something that they're used to interacting with. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about managed posts so our listeners can understand it. So I have a, an SMB um, and um, I don't have time to do stuff. So how, how does that work? Uh, well, typically that looks like a, uh, a social media manager uh, talks with the customer, uh, talks about what do they want to try to achieve from a marketing perspective over the next, let's say, three to six months. Um, you know, and, and depends on, you know, what is it that they're buying. But let's say over the next three to six months, uh, they've bought a product where they can buy, say, 20 posts. Um, and, you know, so the social media manager will then talk to the customer about their business. What do they want to achieve in each month? Um, doesn't need to go into too much detail. Um, and then the posts can be wrote for them. They are then sent through to the customer they approve or they make some modifications to the post. Posts, the posts come back and then the posts are timed. So they're put into a platform and then the platform times when they generate the posts that go into the different uh, social media assets that that SMB is signed up to. So it's, it's, on the, it's, it's, it's the responsibility of the, the social media manager to work with the customer to make sure that they're hooked up to a platform um, with, you know, with, with, let's say with Facebook or with Instagram uh, so that there's access from the platform that pushes the content of the posts into yeah. their assets 
in a timely manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, that sounds great. I mean, because small and business, medium businesses don't have time to do that. But I have a question. It's something you said before, okay? Because you still said that, you know, websites uh, are important. And so do you see social media coming on top of websites? Because I have to give you a quick – I had an experience last weekend where I actually um, – I went – to, I was looking for a restaurant, and I only found their Facebook page. They didn't have a website, and a and as a as a consumer, that bothered me. Okay, so do you think that the you know do you think it's okay just with social media, or do you think it has to be in combination with a website? Yeah, we we would always advocate it has to be in combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it's not one or the other; it's both, and you can get both in a very affordable price point. You know, but if you want your business to be represented professionally, so you know, social media is is a media. It's about driving a marketing campaign, and with your website, it's kind of like it's an asset. It's where people go to to find out information um, or more information. Um, so you do need to have the two running together. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So when we talk about social media, let's talk about the hot topic of TikTok. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. you know, um, as a matter of fact, I had a discussion with somebody about that the other day, and um, they said, "Yeah, no, TikTok's just for, you know, young people, and it's crazy stuff." And and of course, TikTok has TikTok for business now, and they're pushing it. So um, how does how do you look at TikTok? Is that a social media channel that SMBs can use? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, 100% it is. Um, I, I think that um, probably about 18 months ago, it was very topical. Um, and when TikTok launched social uh, TikTok for business, um, it got a lot of airplay. You know, there was, there's then since been, you know, some political elements in the, in, in the news that has kind of made people a little bit wary about using TikTok. Um, w- w- you know, businesses like us provide TikTok as a channel. Uh, most reputable businesses will do that. Um, but the interest in TikTok has waned a little bit. I do believe that it will come back. Um, it's not back there yet. Um, and, and typically people are kind of saying, I'd rather put my money in some of the other um, assets at, at this time. Um, but I think that the interest will come back. It's just, it, it's kind of uh, watered down a fair bit at the moment. Mm. Uh, you think it, it just hit its hype too fast and then uh, everything else going around it kind of, uh, but it is a channel. Yeah. So it is a channel. And what about, I mean, what about Twitter? I read a Pew research that says that, uh, you know, Twitter posts from the top Twitters have dropped 25% over. Um, is Twitter still a valuable channel for SMBs? Look, we, we, we don't get enough, uh, we don't get enough data to suggest that it is uh, mm-hmm. a strong channel for SMBs. Uh, and, it, and it certainly doesn't come up as a request. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but also we don't suggest it uh, because we don't have enough data mm-hmm. to back up. Uh, if, if we're going to adv- uh, advocate to a customer, you know, you should consider this product, we want to make sure it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just don't get enough reporting from Twitter at this stage to suggest that it works in a really strong way for SMBs when we balance that out against, you know, all of the, you know, Facebook and Instagram as an example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And um, come back to what you said on the ad campaigns, content. Okay. And talking about managed posts, content and SEO. Um, You know, how, how important how are you helping your SMBs with SEO strategies for small and medium businesses? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, it's really important. It's absolutely on us to uh, give uh, a customer the absolute right advice um, and then follow through with all the right actions to make sure that the SEO value of their website asset improves um, so that we're providing good value to the customer. Um, SEO is a really solid product. Um, most, uh, you know, mo- most business owners now understand what SEO is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not 
this kind of black magic thing that sits in a corner that people don't want to know about but just want somebody to do it, they actually understand mm-hmm. they actually now understand the value. Um, they don't necessarily know um, what goes on or, or what goes into it. But as long as they get decent reporting, they can see the actions that are being taken and they can see the improvements. Um, you know, customers are generally happy with that. And it's making sure that, you know, it's not about traffic, it's about conversions and clicks and it's mm-hmm. about conversions. So leads, uh, click to call, um, make it th- those are the kind of key indicators um, having a good result through that, which is driven through SEO, but also obviously with paid search, paid search, mm-hmm. you know, give, giving that sugar hit. Uh, but, you know, you've, got, you've just got to make sure that you don't, you don't give the customer uh, a lot of detail, but then you don't follow through. You've absolutely got to th- follow through um, with uh, best practice SEO practice. Yeah. And, and I mean, because it's, you know, Google changes the rules all the time. So, I mean, yes. um, and it's not just Google Bing, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I think it's kind of confusing. But I went, I'm going to take a short break. We'll come back. I just want to hear from you maybe maybe one or two of the key elements that you think are, are, are key elements of a good SEO strategy. And then I want to talk to you about other stuff that businesses need. Um, you mentioned cybersecurity in the beginning. Um, and then a little bit about where AI is going. So we're going to take a short break. And for our listeners today, we're listening to Peter Urmson, and he's the CEO of Spotser Digital. And since 2006, Spotser Digital has been proven digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises in the world. And since his appointment, Peter has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white-label end-to-end solution that includes technology, products, and services. If you'd like to learn more about Spotser, please go to www.spotserdigital.com. Spotser is also on Twitter under Spotser Digital. They are on Facebook under Spotser Digital and on LinkedIn under Spotser-Digital. If you'd like to reach out to Pete, you can reach him on Twitter under at Peter Urmson and on LinkedIn under Peter Urmson. And this broadcast is also brought to you by Cinda. And Cinda is one of Europe's fastest growing nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. Cinda holds virtual training conferences, market research, and legislative white papers focused on digital. Um, they also have conferences. The next conference is in Porto, Portugal, October 22nd to 25th, where a sponsor is a sponsor, and you can meet the entire sponsor, the, the uh, sponsor team, and also see some of their products. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. How do you cultivate braver, more daring leaders? And how do you embed the value of courage in your culture? How do you take charge of your life and achieve your goals and bring about positive changes that propel you forward? On The Leader's Edge, join your hosts, Steve and Ernie, as they bring a mix of insights in personal and leadership growth that shapes your culture and the culture around you. Lean in and learn intentionally how to accelerate into your next best life. Tune into The Leader's Edge with Ernalita DeCumos and Steve Steele, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Anyone can learn the keys to success from podcasts, TED Talks, and other forms of media. 
But what you really don't learn is the failures that lead up to that point. Join David Chavez on the Strategy Sherpa Show as he and notable business leaders have that discussion and teach you how valuable it is to learn from your failures. The Strategy Sherpa Show, Mondays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, and today we're talking about um, SMBs and the marketing stacks and the tools they have available um, so they can increase their online presence. And we're talking with Peter Urmson, who is the CEO of Spotser Digital. And since 2006, Spotser Digital has been providing digital marketing solutions to the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. And since his appointment, Peter has rapidly increased the growth of Spotser Digital by partnering with some of the world's leading enterprise brands, where Spotser Digital provides a complete white-labeled end-to-end solution that includes technology, products, and services. And he has collaborated with multiple international enterprises and medium-sized organizations to launch marketing services across Europe, the United States, and Australia. So, Pete, welcome back. Um, before before the end of the show, we're talking about SEO. So, I just want to know from you, you know, what would be a couple of the key elements of a, of a good SEO strategy? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, it's going to be making sure that you've got great, unique content uh, wrote and published on your website um, with the right keywords on the site uh, to help you rank. Um, so it, it's pretty basic stuff. Uh, you know, but if, if we're going to talk about just a couple of uh, things to look at, because uh, there's probably about 10 key things that you need to consider, but I would say that having um, you know, great content, uh, uniquely wrote uh, with the right keywords uh, that comes from um, keyword uh, research, uh, making sure that, that they are the right keywords to drive up a page in a search result um, that's relevant to a particular type of search that the customer is looking to get searched for. Um, and then it's it's updating the content. Um, mm-hmm. So fir- firstly, it's going to be about unique content uh, with keyword research, uh, making sure that it's in the right place, on the right pages to optimise the search component of the site. Um, and then it's the ongoing maintenance of a site. Um, a site isn't set and forget. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I'd say they are the two key things to think about with um, with with, the, with from an SEO perspective. So fresh, unique content, good keyword research, and then keep updating the website. So Google will reward you for looking after your website um, and making sure that the the content is relevant. Um, and again, it's fresh content, it's it's unique content, and again, that you keep optimizing the content with keyword research. Um, you know, and look, look, and using an outsource partner to help you with that if you don't have the expertise in house in your business, which in SMB land, typically a person, uh, a business owner does not have that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That they might want to look at some sort of content marketing program. Um, you know, in some sort of calendar of events, but you really want somebody to do that for you. Um, you probably want to put up a blog page on your website uh, from an S- for an SMB. The, the content that you might get developed for social media posts can also appear in your blog page. That's also going to help to generate con- um, SEO value. So there's some key, simple, easy things that I, I believe every business should be considering. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, when you talk about content, it brings me to my next question. Okay, AI. Um, since uh, Chat GPT, everything you know, um, everybody's talking about AI. You can't pick up an article. You can't do. You can't read anything without talking about AI. Can AI help with this? Is AI going to help support better SEO? Does it help support better content, or is it just kind of is it? Is it not unique enough? Where do you see uh, how how do you see AI fitting in to all this marketing stack and this tool stack? Yeah, it's a re- it's a really good question, um, and uh, we we believe well, know, knowing that Google can tell if content is generated through AI, and so then it do- it doesn't get the full benefit of uh, uh, a lift. Uh, because it's not uh, uniquely wrote uh, uh, content. So Google can tell if content is AI generated um, and hasn't had any human elements attached to it. And, and so therefore it doesn't reward it as much, it doesn't reward that asset as much as if it uh, was completely uniquely generated. All that being, All that being said, um, I think it's important to note that um, when you use AI to generate content, you do need a human applica- a human element to go over the content to make some slight modifications. Uh, that is that is always needed in 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 every instance. Um, and if if you don't have that layer of kind of editorial governance. Um, you're not setting yourself up or you're not setting your customer up for success. So you're sol- mm-hmm. having AI in your process is, is purely that. It's part of the workflow. It's part of the tooling. But part of the process has to be that there needs to be uh, a human element to have oversight of the content that's wrote. And in every instance, there would need to be some elements of adjustment. Um, and then when that happens, Google does reward you and it rewards mm-hmm. you well. it rewards you well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much in line with if the whole thing was uniquely right by a human. Um, yeah. so, so those are the differences. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I can I can imagine that because you you know you've read all these um, articles on on kids using AI to write their papers and stuff, and they don't sound real. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and what about AI in any other area? Is you know in marketing and anything? Do you see AI helping um, either in SMBs and either marketing stack or in the tool stack in the near future? <laughs> Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I mean, we we have built uh, our own AI tooling. We're looking at uh, for content. We're looking at how we can use it in in every aspect of how we run our business. Um, through you know, including invoicing. Um, you know how we take briefs from customers. Um, you know all of our uh, different touch points within all of our customer journeys. What can we do to be more efficient, um, uh, faster, better, cheaper, um, to remain competitive, but to uh, to continue to evolve and offer a leading level of service that, that our business is known for? Um, mm-hmm. So we, we're always looking at how we can stay on top of that and push that. Um, we're rolling out some really exciting uh, tooling into our business over the next uh, two months. Uh, which I'm very excited about. We've been working on it now for um, over a year um, and we're doing test and learn, test and learn, test and learn and now we're at a point that we can roll those different things out, which means that what that that what that does for us, it, it makes the person on a phone who's talking to a customer a lot more efficient um, and it means that the product that we deliver as an output of a consequence is a lot more effective um, and we, we get it right first time. Um, so um, it's not just around content. AI has significant applications of use, uh, which is uh, really exciting to see coming through. 
Yeah. And, and um, I'm sure that's exciting for the SMBs you're working with. And just, just one other question. We, we talk about the marketing. We talk about, you know, we talked about the tools, the e-commerce. I mean, what about what about something very simple like cybersecurity? I mean, um, that, you know, I think if I was an SMB and, and I was getting this whole kind of packet, I'd kind of want to know also, you know, can... Can, who can help me with cybersecurity? I'm not talking about just, you know, going online and down, downloading Norton something. Okay, um, it's a little yeah. bit beyond that. What, what, what do you do? You see a future in helping us be with that? One hundred percent. We, you know, we, it, it, it's kind of a little bit uncanny actually. But some of our biggest partners that we work with, where we work with their end customer, their SMB. A number of our leading partners are coming to us now asking us, you know, can we help them with a cybersecurity product? Can we help them with a tech services product? Um, and, and the workflow is pretty much the same. You know, we know how to sell to a customer. We know how to sell to an SMB. We know how to talk to an SMB and onboard an SMB. We know how to set an SMB up uh, with a, uh, some sort of tooling or application whether it be a website application, whether it be social media or a business listing, whatever that looks like. And then we know how to um, uh, uh, let a customer, uh, train a customer on how to use the application and then the ongoing care. So we know how to do all of those things within our industry. Then it's just a matter of dropping in another product and that product would just happen to be cybersecurity or tech services or, you know, CRM. Um, you know, but, but it's making sure that within your organisation that you've got the right skill set uh, to develop to help that customer. But cyber is fast growing. There's a number of different products that are on the market, obviously. Um, but SMBs, you know, um, you know it, 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 if, if I look at some of our partners, they're selling thousands a month uh, of units. Um, mm. of, of those particular solutions. Um, so it is something that uh, resonates particularly with the younger entrepreneurs as they're setting their businesses up. Um, uh, you know, it, it's something that people understand. So I think it is becoming an important product uh, within the whole uh, digital solution stack. Mm. Yeah, well, I can imagine the younger entrepreneurs are probably a little bit more aware of it, and then probably the the more legacy SMBs have been around. They don't know it until oh no, it happened. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, oh shit, something happened. You know, what I mean? so um, no, I can see that. So we're getting towards the end, Pete. So I just want to kind of wrap this up. I mean, I mean, everything has changed so much since 2000. Um, what is your, you know, looking one year from now, um, where do you see uh, your business and, and um, in, in, in supporting the SMB environment in Europe, America and Australia? Yeah, we, we, we will be um, offering um, many more services than what we do today. Um, you know, uh, we will be the, 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 the one point of contact that offers those services for SMBs. Um, it, it'll be a, a full digital solutions stack that has digital marketing as a component, but also will have CRM, will also have cyber, will also have uh, tech services. Um, that will all be uh, an all-encompassing full digital solution stack for that SMB, and then they will choose which ones they want. Um, and we'll go with, from a digital marketing perspective, we'll go with the notion, you know, we can get you online and deliver you clicks, calls and leads, you know, and this is the product portfolio that we recommend to you. And we also have all of this tooling that we think would be interesting for you, for your business as well. And then we'll be training those customers how to use that tooling as well as the ongoing care of that. Um, and, and additional to that, uh, we also have um, a mid-tier and enterprise division within our business um, that is growing very fast, um, offering search solutions, you know, again, website solutions, and also uh, tech services and cyber solutions. Um, so our business is broadening with the portfolio of products where it makes sense, but we're also 
We've got SMBs, but we're also rapidly moving into mid-tier and enterprise, uh, which is really exciting. Well, it sounds like, I mean, everything's happening so fast, Pete. So thank you so much for giving us this overview on on what's happened and what's going on in the enterprise and the SMB market. And for our listeners, we've been talking to Peter Urmson. He's the CEO of Spotser Digital. And since 2006, Spotser has been providing digital marketing solutions of the highest quality to small and medium businesses in cooperation with some of the biggest media enterprises around the world. And they have established themselves as leaders in the industry, proudly innovating and entering more sectors. And if you'd like to learn more about Spotser Digital, please go to www.spotsfordigital.com and they are also on Facebook under Spotser Digital they are on LinkedIn under Spotser-Digital and on Twitter under Spotser Digital and if you'd like to reach out to Pete he's on LinkedIn under Peter Urmson and that's U-R-M-S-O-N and he's also on Twitter under at Peter Urmson and this broadcast has been brought to you by Cinda and Cinda is one of Europe's largest growing and fastest nonprofit digital marketing and local search associations. They hold trainings, conferences, do market research, legislative white papers. They also have conferences. And the next conference is October 22nd to 25th in Porto, Portugal, uh, a very nice sunny place. And you can go and learn more about that under www.cinda.org. And if you join us, join Cinda in Portugal, you can also meet the Spotser Digital team and see their product. So with that, thank you for listening this week. And Pete, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, thanks, Kimberly. Thank you. Okay, Uh, thank you. And tune in again next week. And don't forget, if you miss us, we're all over the web. Just put in Leadership Beyond Borders. And thanks for listening this week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.